Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Claws and Wings. Hello, everybody, welcome to another episode of Claws and Wings. I've been trying to change my upload schedule, so I upload a lot now. But uh, today we'll be talking about the sad tale of Jaboa. Or Jaboa 2, I could call her. So, if you've read the 14th book, you know that Snowfall experienced Jaboa and other Jaboa's life. It was a really sad tale. Jabo is an animus who is a sandwing animus who loses part, not just loses part of her soul, but loses part of her body whenever she casts a big spell. It's really sad. The sad tale of Jaboa doesn't begin with Jaboa being born. It begins with the first Jaboa. I could call her Jaboa, Jaboa Sr., Jaboa Sr. was a regular animus sandling, living three, four thousand years ago in the Sand Kingdom. She loved her life a lot. She always kept herself care- she kept herself cautious of being, uh, using her animus magic. But she was like, one day, I really want a daughter. She decided, I'm probably, I can't really have a husband and have a daughter, but... I kind of could create one. She made sure it wasn't that big of a spell and created her daughter. But she wasn't perfect. Jaboa kept trying to handle it, but then finally she decided to use her animus magic on Jaboa Jr. Jaboa Jr. kept being changed over and over to cook better, to talk better, to be more quiet, to talk less, to talk more to do pretty much everything. It changed so much. She made, And then eventually she made a special soul, a scroll so she wouldn't, you know, you break her soul more. Oh, sorry. You guys, oh, sorry. Um, wouldn't break her soul anymore. After that, so, so then, eventually, she kept casting spells over and over on Jaboa for thousands of years, restarting her life so she could experience the dragon net all over, all over again, over and over and over and over and over. She kept being a dragon. She, she just kept living her life over and over. Things felt familiar to Jaboa Jr., Jaboa Jr. Felt, saw things familiar and didn't know why she was feeling deja vu. She didn't know why this, why she felt deja vu. She didn't know why every once in a while she, she would have one rainwing friend, but then it would disappear. Eventually, Jaboa discovered, Jaboa Sr. decided, this is fine, we can keep her like this for a little bit. But 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 sadly, Jaboa Sr. was starting to lose her grip on reality. Or what I mean, on her soul. Her soul was starting to lose, starting to turn itself to dark. Very sad. She didn't know this. She thought she was being a good mother. But she was not. She kept restarting her daughter's life, making it really hard for Jaboa Jr. to to do things. She just kept experiencing the same thing over losing her memories every time. Eventually, Jaboa Jr. found her mother's scroll. Her mother got really angry at first, but then realized something. 
I'm so sorry, Jaboa. She said, uh, Jaboa. I'm so, so sorry. She said it. But Jaboa Jr. never, never for, realized that she could never forgive her mother. Her mother had to- pretty much tortured her for the past thousands of years. She decided that she could write stuff on the scroll. So then what she did was return, give Jaboa animus magic. Her mother screamed, don't do it, please, that would be bad. Remember, animus magic is dangerous. But then Jaboa again cast another spell on herself. Give Jaboa back all her memories. Jaboa, as you could tell, Jaboa Jr. did not feel great having her memories slammed into her head at 3,000 miles an hour. She saw her all her lives, every single one of them, as a dragonette, as a, a bigger dragonette, being cast spells, having rainwing friends or servants or friends, or but then them disappearing the next day. <coughs> oh, then she came back to the room inside that she was actually experiencing, and her mother was still yelling at her, like, no, no, Jaboa, you can't do this, you can't. But then Jaboa realized she had animus magic now. She could do anything. She froze her mother, not immediately. She decided to make it more painful. She made it, so, so she flo- froze toe, talons to head, feet to head, or I could say. Her mother realized that she couldn't move her feet. It was devilishly cold. Her Jaboa's mother, or Jaboa Sr., was slowly freezing. But sadly, before she froze, Jaboa Sr. had time to cast one more spell. One more spell that would, that would devastate her daughter's life for the next millennia. Jaboa had Jaboa Sr. cast a spell for whenever Jaboa Jr. cast a spell herself, she would lose a part of her body. She didn't realize it. So then she cast herself. Then Jaboa realized her mother was gone. She decided to send her mother under the hut she lived in and keep her there for the next for until she keep her there forever. Jaboa decided to cast that spell, and also whenever she wanted to, she would touch the necklace she owned and would teleport right back there, right on top of where her mother lay to die. But she realized the horrible spell her mother had cast. Right when she did it, her finger flared with pain, and it disappeared. Blood was everywhere, and she had lost her finger. It was nowhere to be seen. It was just like it thwicked out of existence. Jaboa screamed, and kept trying. And then she tried healing it, but then she tried healing it with another animus spell. But then it healed the other one, but not really. It it just gave her a finger. It just healed over. It didn't give her finger back. But then another finger died because she had cast another spell. She realized her mother had cast 
one terrible spell. One spell that would devastate her life. She realized it's not so bad to live without Animus magic, but she realized that she needed it. She really was tempted to use it so much. She lost a lot of her body. One spell, she, she kept casting spells, but lost a bunch of her body. She cast one spell to say that whenever another dragon saw her, they would think she just looked completely healthy. But really, she was in constant pain because everything, a lot of things in her body had been cut off recently. She eventually, eventually she hid away for a few hundred years at her hut then came back to the world, but then came back to the regular, came back to the world, but came back to her hut a few years later. A few, eventually, uh, she, sometimes it could be a few years. Sometimes it could be a thousand years or a hundred years. But one year, she was just chilling on the back of her pond, but then she heard a booming voice. Bring all the animuses here now. Bring them all here now. Then she was teleported. All the animal, every she had been put into a throne room with dark stalkers sitting on a throne in front of them. She hid behind a rock for a second and touched her necklace and teleported back. On her way there, she had saw many animuses. Two sea wings. Well, I can't remember all of them. Sorry, guys, but she had saw a lot of animuses. She realized there's that many animuses in the world. What? What am I going to do? There's so many. I thought there could only be one. But that was not the truth. Her mother had lied to her of that there was only one in the world. Ever. Jaboa, or J- we can just call her Jaboa now, said, oh, she, I must cast a spell to reverse this madness. I must, I must. She cast a spell to see that every single animus living at that time would lose their animus magic. She clarified the spell so it could never be undone, and she said, whenever I smash this candle holder, every single, it will, when it will enchant every single animus magic, every single animus dragon to lose their animus magic. Every single animus dragon living right now will lose their animus magic. That's the weird thing. When I read this part of the book, about in the 14th book, I realized she said every living one. So that means animus magic won't be gone forever. New dragons will learn animus magic and get it back. The weird thing is, also, if another animus is born, they can give every single animus dragon that that used to have animus magic, back their magic. She said that this spell cannot be undone, so a person cannot say, I want to undo Jaboa's spell, but instead, she said, but they could say, give every, give this dragon, this dragon, this dragon, this dragon, back animus magic. See? Problem solved. Easy. But, I want to continue the story of Jaboa. Jaboa smashed the candle holder, and pain in her tail flew. She was screaming. She washed her tail off in the, in the water. Her tail barb was gone. She didn't know what to do. Her tail barb, she had lost so much of her body. She felt really sad. But she knew that she, could ha- she was troubled by this young 
by this, not young, not by this dragon, by this massive Nightwing. She asked her scroll that she had made earlier to lose one of her other talents to tell her anything that she, anything that she needed. She asked, when will I die? That, and then it said that that answer is not available yet, she had asked one time. But she asked, who was that dragon I just saw? And it brought up information about Darkstalker. She learned about Darkstalker and then you did the Animus magic to smash that candle holder. Then everybody wondered what the heck just happened to Animus magic. And also... She was troubled. Jaboa was also troubled by that young new Icewind Queen named Snowfall. If you've read the 14th book, you know how Snowfall told Jaboa again, at least how we think she'll tell Jaboa what she learned. That is the sad tale of Jaboa. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. I will see you guys next episode. I would just like to say thank you so much, Anchor, for letting me make this podcast. I know I've said this so hecking much, but I would just like to say thank you so much, Anchor. I hope um, keep doing your good work on your app, and I love it so much. Hope you guys have a great day, and I'll see you guys next episode.